Hi, this is Vanessa Marshall, the voice of Hera on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Living Force Podcast. Know the code. Podcast. Rebutini Productions. Target, maximum firepower. Episode 5, the Nerd Herder Special. Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? In this episode, host Corey Helton, Eric Eilerson, and Charles Hinkle welcome John and Megan from the Nerd Herder Podcast. Who's scruffy-looking? Corey updates us on the world of Utini. Do. Oh, do not. There is no try. Sharing Star Wars with your romantic partner. But I want them alive. No disintegration. As you wish. And much more. Now, your hosts. I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. So yeah, so why I think Hera's number one, because it's more like a metaphorical mom, because maybe she's like a really horrible mom to Jason. Like, I don't know. <laughs> that would be so Maybe ironic. he just grows up horribly. But she's just like the worst biological mom ever. She doesn't, um, she doesn't but, know what to do with her own genes. Exactly. She's like, no, why aren't you already a teenager with force powers, Jason? Like, I know how to talk to that person. Freaking General Syndulla. Uh, and then I love Lyra because of, like, with, honestly, through Catalyst. Lyra, Lyra, troublesome as ever. <laughs> <laughs> you are the critic of this podcast, aren't you? <laughs> it would be the doctor. Yeah, so, that's right. That's That's right. So, Lyra is arguably terrible though because she doesn't follow the plan at all i hate it when people don't stick to the plan that drives me you nuts be good friends with Han Solo. always she said she sacrifices her life to save her daughter man yeah but whatever it didn't really change anything i think she died if for she, nothing results wow. if she process. hadn't wasted time on dialogue and just shot him i think they would have been a much shorter movie but you can't yeah. execute anything in a movie without first talking about what you're going right. to do. Exactly. You'll never That's the downfall of every major villain. Tarkin would have like taken power sooner. Oh yeah, well I guess yeah, Tarkin is still out there. It would have been a shorter movie because he would have killed everyone. He's he, he's he's pretty ruthless like that. Luminous beings so we not this crude matter. And you know who else is ruthless? Every single co-host of the Living Force <laughs> podcast episode five, Empire Strikes Back. Why are uh, we doing that? Why are we because doing that? I started the bit <laughs> and I can't <laughs> stop it. see it through. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, our audio editor Matt is like like we we don't have super active conversation with him in our Slack channel. So it's like we're we communicate through our recording. So Matt, you're listening to this. Hello. Hello. What have we here? Hi Matt. Hey buddy. <laughs> Matt told us he we had, we didn't really notice he was doing it, but he told us that he was putting in sound effects specific to the movie episode number we're in. So like we just talked about the Phantom Menace in the last episode, and I guess they had lots of sound effects from that, correct? So Yep. And now uh when we get to episode nine, no more sound effects for the right. episodes. So I uh, hope y'all enjoy well, that. And then and what and then what are you uh, gonna that, call that's not it real Matt. I have no idea. I think we'll just stop having a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, then the, But until that we are uh-oh. still we are still. That's a when you start making them up, uh, and then just get lucky that the actual episode ten is named after your episode. So we'll go. The, we'll, we'll do the Benioff and Weiss episodes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's there next. We go. Just start naming them after. Exactly, it'll be a lot of action. Exactly, it'll be a lot of action, and the characters will be uh, acting really weird ways. Uh, but before that, 
As you all may have heard, we have some new voices on this episode. Uh, in addition to me, Eric, and the normal co-hosts of this podcast, Corey and Charles, who we'll introduce officially in a second, we have the Nerd Herders. Uh, we have John Wayne and Megan. Welcome. Uh, thank you for Hi. having us. Our yeah, our first collab. Um, it is. This is this is big. I I feel I feel this is special. It is special, <laughs> and we should have like two seconds. It's of not silence that special to just commemorate it. That's never gonna happen. No, clearly. Not with this group. Not with yeah, not with five people for sure. <laughs> oh man, but with this uh, with this collaboration uh, again, like I said, John Wayne and Megan are hosts of the Nerd Herder Star Wars podcast. And a whole host of different kinds of episodes on there. You guys have a main show. You guys watch some Clone Wars. You do some little motivational things yeah. on there. And it's all freaking great. And we're going to ask you all about that like we're interrogating you in a That's second. That's okay. I'm into and it. And there's my dog barking. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but before we get into all that, let's say hi to our good friends. Corey, how are you doing, man? I am doing fantastic. Always. Always doing fantastic. I've been on a... Uh, I've been on a huge binger of The Sims this week. <laughs> well, yeah, because it is 2002. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and, Corey, tell everyone what you uh, sent us a picture of your Sims Oh, my gosh. Wearing. So I, uh, I was playing The Sims 3, and I was like, wait, isn't there a Sims 4 out? Like, I don't know why. I just randomly got on this kick. I have a super addictive personality. And I was like, there is a Sims 4 out, so I bought it. I bought the base game for Sims 4, and as soon as I got in there, there is Star Wars character costumes in the sims 4 really? so I, I i am playing as boba fett and as i kill my neighbors in the pool i am boba fett are you, are you playing out the legends uh storyline where he actually gets to have a family and be a dad that would be a fantastic basically yeah. yes you basically. steal your enemy your, your arch enemy's child and train her in the ways of <laughs> death and mayhem is it just me yes or did it get a lot harder to kill sims Lots of it's yeah, much more difficult than it, it used to be. It got for sure. harder for the player to do it, but the Sims can kill themselves. Okay, you can't just delete just the die. door anymore. Like, can you just? Can you I don't just know. I haven't. I haven't, I haven't tried that. I, I mean, yeah. I'm a well-adjusted person. The fact that you've tried that hard, <laughs> yeah. though. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is a doctor of family medicine, Corey Helton. Uh, also, <laughs> this is uh, sorry, I forgot to say your title earlier, Doctor Corey. We also have Doctor Charles Hankel. Uh, how many virtual people have you murdered this week, my dude? Uh, not many. I've been I've been pretty busy in real world. Also, don't murder people in that. Uh, but I, I did go to the driving range today, so I'm I'm happy. I'm having a good day, and now I'm here, so I'm thrilled. That's Physical fantastic. activity for nerds. It is possible, everyone. Uh, and now officially, officially, after a few minutes of great conversation already uh, with us, we have John and Megan. How are, are you all? Go ahead. Um, tell us about your week. Introduce yourselves to the listeners officially. Yeah, um, uh, just go ape. It's been, it's been a busy week. I've kind of been up and down. I'm just kind of on the mend um, from like just being knocked out with allergies and all kinds of ick. Ugh. Um yeah. So we've been kind of catching up with recording uh, yesterday and today uh, in the midst of buying a house, which is yeah. just an adventure. Growing up uh, time. Whoa. That's yeah, a, Corey just bought a house. Sorry, a, Dr. Corey just bought a house. <laughs> a, stop that. Stop that right now. Doctor, <laughs> Shut Dr. that down Mr. right Deacon now. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, apparently a tradition. So uh, you guys need to get on board, Charles and Eric. Hurry up and buy a house. Not what are you anytime doing? soon, man. 
<laughs> uh, not not remotely soon for me. I just want to put that out there. Uh, I will not be jumping on that train. <laughs> yeah, you guys also um, you guys also live in the South, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we live in South Georgia, Augusta, Georgia. Yeah, another more Georgia folks. Yeah, well, property is cheap in the South. If you did not know, <laughs> unlike Chicago, right, Eric? It it's not cheap no i was trying to make that sound better it's horribly expensive <laughs> yeah um i mean we were back and forth on rent or buy for a long time and it's actually uh cheaper to buy than rent and after a few years you actually have this thing you've been throwing money at so it's kind of hard not to go for it and you can also like knock whatever holes in the wall you want to put up all your exactly <laughs> oh well fantastic well congratulations that's i'm glad you guys are feeling better I'm glad you're recording more selfishly for my podcast feed, <laughs> and I'm also glad that you guys got that house yes. together. Um, now, I want to talk all about Nerd Herder and what it is, how you guys got into it, um, your, your specific dynamic, which is so interesting. <clears throat> but before we do, we go down that rabbit hole. Corey, what's new with Utini this week? What's on our site that our, that our patrons have just been waiting for? Patrons, we don't have patron yet. Uh, we That's do true. have patron, but not publicly. Um, you know, if you want to give us money, you can probably find it and just no, give us on, money. No, click on the links on our site. That's how people give us money. We should also say that more in the end of the podcast. Oh yeah, to buy books through utini.com. You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy use our affiliate links. Um, not anyway. not a lot of huge stuff in Utini world this week. Uh, still recovering from the in, in, enormous project that was the graphic novels. Like that's honestly probably yeah. why I've been binge playing video games for <laughs> a couple days because that was that was really hard. Uh, that was stressful and a lot of work. It really was to get all those on the site. Um, so like still recovering from that a little bit. I don't think we have any other. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. Any other big huge posts? We had a couple new reviews out this week, I believe, on yeah, some older yeah, stuff. Yeah, we had um, we had a couple new articles on the blog side of things that I got to edit, put together, and help out. We got uh, Jared put up a article about what to read after Master and Apprentice, all about. Uh, this was actually last week, I think. All about the Jedi Apprentice series, um, those scholastic books about young Obi Wan um, being Qui Gon's apprentice. Uh, super cool read if you haven't read those. Uh, and then Meg put up a post all about the failure of the Jedi with, uh, as it relates to Master and Apprentice, which we've been talking through almost every episode, the failure of the Jedi comes up, yeah. which I love. Yeah, me and, too. Uh, <clears throat> because let us all burn our heroes <laughs> and see their faults. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so here. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, though, I think, as far as Utini stuff. We have some good writing stuff this week. We're gearing up to pr- prepare whatever our next big like addition to the website is like we're kind of leaning towards like either the um sort of young readers books like the jedi apprentice series or Mm -hmm. um something else so we're starting to figure that out still but yeah oh and actually at at the time of this publishing of this of this episode we will have already gone through the 20th anniversary of the phantom menace and we will have an official review of that novelization on the site as well Hmm. Uh, rick read that along with me and charles and we all chatted a bit about that Terry Brooks novelization, so go ahead and check out that review if you like. Princess, we have a visitor. Now let's throw that all to the side and get into what we're really here to talk about, which is Star Wars. And Nerd Herder specifically, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so we we met at Celebration. Yes. Um, we didn't talk about that already, but and I think you guys knew that, Charles and Eric. I'm pretty sure you guys knew that. Um, let's pretend I did for the sake of the recording, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, I just randomly walked up to lots of different people at a big podcast meetup at Celebration. And, Sounds like you. Yep, it was very much in character <laughs> for me. And uh, I've met lots of really cool folks, and you guys were some of the folks that I met. And... Uh, 
we immediately hit it off. We said we have to do a collaboration. I told you guys we we're getting ready to launch a launch a podcast, and I want to do some stuff together. Last week I was on your show. I don't know if that episode is uh, out yet. It's next week. This week we did uh, Mothers of the Galaxy. Uh, Moms beat okay. Corey, unfortunately. Uh, so, so yes, <laughs> next Wednesday. That's understandable. Understandable. Okay, so all the timing is all screwed up because like, we record and then post, and then you record yeah. and then post. So you know, sometime in the month of May, uh, I am on your podcast, yes. and we talked about lots of cool stuff. What we were doing at Utini. So if you're listening, be sure to check out Nerd Herder and and the show that they have there. But um, yeah, we we hit it off really well, and you guys have a great show, and we wanted to. Um, talk a little bit about lots of different things. Um, one of the biggest of which is that you guys are a relatively new podcast. Tell me how long you guys have been been around, what you mostly focus on. Kind of tell us a little bit about your show. Just uh, It's been about eight months now for us. We started last August uh, in 2018. Um, and we knew we wanted to have some of the same conversations we normally have uh, which was a big basis for starting the podcast. We already have these conversations. Now we're just recording and sharing them. Sounds yeah. familiar. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it all started with, um, we were driving back from Nashville, I think, and we had an eight-hour conversation about Palpatine. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> it was so romantic. That's, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we should, we, should, we should actually also establish you guys yes. are a couple. We yeah. are married. Like, she mean, doesn't know it yet, yes. but we all... No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> She'll find out eventually. Only two droids were in attendance. Right. So isn't isn't that, isn't that an entire story arc in the Han Solo comic? Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the Han Solo has a secret wife that no one knows uh, about. And didn't deserve, because uh, Sana is just amazing. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Much better with Afra. Sorry, yes. that was like next level nerd plug right there. Uh, so... That was kind of one – we finished that conversation and looked at each other and it's like, why aren't we recording this? Why aren't we sharing this? Because we kind of live isolated. We have a few friends that talk Star Wars with us, but for the most part, it's through the internet and across many mm-hmm. boundaries and distance that we talk Star Wars with mm-hmm. folks. As is tradition. Yeah. And so by having the podcast, we figured we can establish what we call now the herd, uh, you know, that community where we can share yeah. what we love, mm-hmm. celebrate what we love, be about positivity in Star Wars, and also having just crazy conversations. Like what would Bosk taste yeah. like? I think that we may have, yeah, I think we may have accidentally uh, had the exact same conversation that you all did when we started Living Force. <laughs> because yeah, we did. The, and, and I think that's, that's so funny, like the more that we kind of, because we're, we're way newer than even you guys, and the more we dig into Star Wars podcasting, Twitter and the, the community, that's kind of what everyone's based in, is being like, hey, there are like eight people that hate this stuff, so let's all yell about yeah. how great yes. it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the internet's a beautiful thing for that, too. Like, we have really discovered how awesome that is. Like, the Utini team has been, a, a honestly, a life changer, I think, for all of us in this podcast, Absolutely. because we all share that. Like, none of our none of our real friends in real life are as diehard, you know, diehard about Star Wars as we are, and it's it's so nice having people to get together and talk about it with, and that's why we created the Discord. That's why we created the website, is we want other people to be able to experience how awesome it is to have something you're so passionate about and then be able to talk about it all the time, too. So, yeah. as a couple, that's awesome. For yeah, you guys. well, yeah. and that that's what's not to kind of maybe say something hot topic, but I think that's what true fandom is. True fandom isn't just loving a thing, but mm-hmm. loving it so much that you share it constantly, and in order to feed that love you have, 
you have to connect and right. conversate with others that love it as well. Yeah, totally. Yeah, love that. In these first eight months, this uh, this gestation period, if you will, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> um, can we can we not Corey call is it? That? <laughs> Um, so in this first eight months, uh, are there anything both for us to know and possibly to steal that you've learned about this podcasting environment that you've already found like, oh man, we never knew this in our first episode, but now in our 30th, like it's so evident. Do you have anything? I have a thing, but I wanted to know if you have a thing. (laughs) I know you have a thing. Um, I don't have to be a doctor, but, uh, no, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well then, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the secret's out. Um, I, I'd say the biggest thing, when we started, not really having a lot of knowledge about exactly what we were doing. We knew we wanted to have Star Wars conversations, but exactly how to get that voice and conversation out there, we weren't steady in that. And so we took a lot of hints from what others were doing, and that actually, I think, hampered our growth. I mean, there was probably two to three months before we really started to gain traction, and that was because eventually we stopped doing some of those things that we saw others doing and just started taking advantage and celebrating uh, our story, our thing, our interests, and specific opinions. Um, One of those is just, instead of just making our Clone Wars rewatch a review series... um, it's a series that's been out 10 years. People have mostly already seen it. Instead of making the series about uh, telling people what they don't already know about a show, let's just celebrate the fact that this is you know, my wife's first watch through mm-hmm. and lean more into that. Like, hey, I know this twist, but what was it like for you for the first time? Or, hey. Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm oh, sorry, I don't want to jump on that because I'm, I'm doing a very similar thing right now. And it's so fascinating talking to a partner about that and, and figuring out like when they ask me a question, I have to, I have already seen it, but I get to think about it in a different way and love it even more because I'm explaining it. And like, so, so how have you guys found that out? Like, like Megan, have you found that you're finding things out, especially in Clone Wars or in the saga as a whole, that has kind of, maybe there's a character John didn't love before, but then you look at it a certain way and he's like, Oh, right. That's an amazing thing that I never even knew about. Uh, we've had a few moments like that where we'll be watching an episode, and it, of course, it's John's second time watching it, but there's little details that he never really caught and that he'll get weirdly excited about that I have no idea what's going on because I haven't seen the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I mentioned mm-hmm. Sifo-Dyas in our... Clone Wars rewatch earlier, and you gave me the weirdest face. <laughs> because I've seen season six. <laughs> I'm yeah. that, I same conversation I had. Yeah, um, but and that and that's so interesting because I feel like with with a lot of people, there, there's a huge stigma about introducing someone, whether it be a romantic partner or a friend, to Star mm-hmm. Wars because you're afraid of rejection, or you're like they've already seen it, or they might not care as much. So the gift of being able to be like, oh, you. You don't know this twist, so now I get to have the excitement I had years ago again. Yeah. yeah. Is so it's kind of a beautiful thing that I think a lot of fans need to embrace, frankly. Yeah. Well and and that was the that was the uh direction that we went with the Clone Wars rewatch, and I think that's what's made it one of our favorite to do is because 
I stepped out of the, hey, let's just be clinical with the, you know, step by step, here's what happens, and switch instead right. to, oh, wow, like, you watching this made me feel this. I, I, I know this scene forward and back, and I'd never thought of that. Uh, that's been a that's been a big thing, and I found like with Clone Wars, like with Rogue One, it seems like it's the things around the main films and saga that drive Megan's love of Star Wars more than anything. Likewise, yeah. And I will say, yeah, let's like I I've always loved them all as a character. That's been cranked mm -hmm. up to eleven since watching the Clone Wars. <laughs> Oh yeah. You're telling me, yeah. right? That's, like, oh yeah. my god. I I can go on for hours about my metal husband. Like <laughs> Which I'm sure you will on the Nerd Herder <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <Right>? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's really one of the main things we kinda wanted to talk about, I think, on the show. Um and ho hopefully hopefully we come across in a way that is like tactful and makes sense like in in, in my head it sort of makes sense that there's probably like three or four different categories of of couples in related to star mm -hmm. Wars, right? You have, um, pretty classic, like there's, it's kind of no secret that star Wars is a male dominated thing, right? So you have a pretty classic is like, you have a, a guy that's like super into star Wars and he wants his girlfriend, his wife, his significant other, his, uh, his partner, his life partner, everything like kind of want, wants their significant other to be as star Wars fan as, as he is right. Or she, the other situation is you have, you have two star Wars fans that were like both die hard from the beginning, or you have one star Wars fan of the two of them. And then the other doesn't care about it at all. And that's kind of like all the, all the different situations. And one of the, I think super common situations is kind of what you guys are in is like one person was originally super, super passionate about it. Um, and this kind of applies to any passions, but seeing someone be passionate about anything really just kind of sparks inspiration to be passionate about it. I mean, I talked about that at, uh, like, that was the feeling at Celebration. It's like my wife went with me, and she's a big Star Wars fan, has read a couple of books, but is not, like, even on the same planet as, as, as I am a lot of the times. And, you know, she was like, it's so contagious being around passionate people mm -hmm. is contagious so it's really fun uh, interesting to hear from you we talked about this on your show a little bit megan you are still relatively new to the expanded universe yes, correct yeah so tell us tell illegal. us what you've read so f <laughs> <laughs> tell us <laughs> tell even, us what even in star wars <laughs> yes even in star wars tell us what uh your experience has been so far with the expanded universe kind of what you've read you haven't read very much at all we talked about this already um but just kind of for our listeners tell us how new you are to star wars how new you are to the expanded universe in general i have read um all the way through tales of the bounty hunter which kind of started my interest in star wars um, I've also read Tales from Jabba's Palace, and that's about it. I mean... Oh, that Malakili story is so good, and it's so It's sad. a tearjerker. It's it's yeah. the Titanic I of Star Wars. Yeah. have no idea what you're reading. <laughs> you know, oh, I've, gosh. I, I read that book like 15 years ago, man. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Well, you find yeah. Is that the, isn't that the one where you find out that Malakili like was gonna leave with the Rancor that it, night yeah. because yeah. he wanted to like give him a, a new the, life? The, he was gonna retire. Oh, in 10 wait, days that's story. that's the Rancor guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The <laughs> guy from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> his his cry, like, not to take off subject, but like Star Wars sounds are such a thing for me. Like certain people smell things, and that takes them to a new universe. With Star Wars, it's the mm -hmm. sounds, and 
Malakili's cry was always a thing. I yeah, it's so recognizable. <laughs> it is. Yeah. The utter despair of your. I mean, it's your. Yeah, pet that was dying. his puppy. Yeah, so, so Megan, you got you got in through the puppy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if that if that doesn't hook you, I don't know what will. I got in I through the IG88 story. Yes, Ooh. I love hey. that story so much, and I wish it was canon. I I can't express the frustration. Like I think we kind of touched on this when we had Corey on. Like I had been trying to find her gateway into Star Wars for three years. <laughs> and it's her ran yeah it's it's hard yeah it's hard and it's her randomly person. picking up one of my books and it's the story about a character i would not imagine she'd be interested in and all of a sudden he's my favorite character big bang it, it it's just yeah yeah that's, that's amazing because that i love hearing so how broad. people get into the expanded universe because like we we talk about that obviously endlessly at utne because we're that's like our goal is to help people get mm-hmm. into the expanded universe because like, you know, you got really lucky, mm-hmm. Megan, that you found something that you liked and you found something that, like, that was a gateway and you you actually got through it and loved it and, and wanted more after that. But, like, a lot of people, I think, kind of pick up something at random and then don't get that lucky and then pick, they kind of get tired of it and mm-hmm. want, want, you know, they don't. Yeah. So, you know, that's important. And it's very yeah. interesting to hear how people get started because lots of people have um, classic, like they got Air of the Empire and they read that, or they did something that everybody else has read, but that's a very unique one. I don't think I've heard anybody say that that's how they got into Star Wars. How did that happen? Did you choose that at random or did, did John Wayne, did you kind of help her make that decision? I just found this very well-loved copy of a book with Boba Fett on it. And yeah. I just started reading. Classic. Covers are so yeah. important. Oh, it captures like, you. I, I think you were like going to a yeah. doctor's appointment and... Yeah. I think you just took it to have something to read, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, hey, as as and also as a patron saint of the Church of Bail Organa, uh, I am all about team pick a character that's not the most popular ever and obsess <laughs> about him. And like, like, <laughs> like that's that's a huge. IG eighty eight was the Death Star for like thirty seconds, and that's not canon. Which is insanely cool. Like yeah. someone wrote that down. That's a great. And was like, yes, publish yes. that. Make that a thing. That's a great plug for that book. Actually, we're talking about. It's called Tales of the Bounty Hunter. So there's there's a couple of these books in the expanded universe. If you're not super familiar with this, there's um, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. There's Tales of the New Republic. Tales of Jabba's Palace. Uh, um, Tales of the Mos Eisley yeah. Cantina. Yeah. Am I, yeah. am, I it, am I missing it, any more? I think that's no, it. it. I was gonna say if you're a fan of um, from a certain point yes. of view. That came out a little while ago. For or or Canto Bite. Canto Bite also is, is probably yeah. more like, similar, I think, to that style than from a certain point of view is because yeah, they, they kind of fit a theme, honestly. I think. But yeah, yeah, they're, they're, it's it's like a collection of of short stories that's in a novel format, and they're I mean, there's there's not that many of them in there, so they're pretty long, which is nice. Aren't there like five or six? Like, there's not like fifty. Yeah, I, like I think New Republic has one of the longest. I think that has like ten, but. Um, okay. Jabba, Mos Eisley, and yeah. uh, Bounty Hunters, I think, are six or seven. I mean, yeah. they're not yeah. hard reads at all. Yeah, they're they're fun reads. It honestly probably is a pretty good place to get started, and I have to commend you for picking that one up and being ballsy enough to take it to a doctor's appointment. A lot of people wouldn't be caught dead with a Star Wars book. <laughs> like, I was texting John so, the whole time, just like, why didn't you tell me about IJD? I never thought that would be it. I never, I never thought. <laughs> I didn't. Know. I didn't know that a chunk from a freaking airplane, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, John Wayne, I want to ask: Has her love of IG eighty eight 
like upped him in your personal ranks? Like, have you gone back and read some IG88 and been like, did I? Absolutely. Um, my first introduction to IG88, other than the film, was um, Shadows of the Empire game, where you fight him as Dash. Mm. Wow, that's man. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys played that, Eric Charles? That's like I have not. No. I haven't school, played it, but man. I've read it. Yeah. Okay. I played like episode one Pod Racer, Star Wars Obi Wan, and then. I <laughs> oh no! <Yeah. laughs> you missed so much. I know. I missed out on so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like that was kind of the extent of like, oh, he's a cool boss in a video game. Okay. Um, but then yeah, I, she caused me to kind of look at it in a different light and see him a little bit more interestingly. I don't know kind of how I missed out on how much personality he has for droid and the intrigue of he's not just one, but he's multiple droids, but it's all one mind. Yeah, I mean, I guess her loving it the way she loved it kind of passed on to me for sure, especially with the uh, Age of uh, Rebellion special issue. that. Could- yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, the annual, yeah. right? That was so dope. Yeah. That was so dope. Uh, Casper Wingard did amazing with the art. And, I mean, you just feel like this is a Terminator in Star Wars. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which brought I, that into canon. Yeah. More, yeah. Yeah, and I, I really love what you said there, John Wayne, about, like, her love of it passed on that love to you. Because I think that's just something about stories in general in life is the stories that really you connect with and that you love is a great glimpse into who you are, honestly, as a person. Yeah. What you value in that story says a lot about who you are. So in a way, it's, it's a great way to learn more about your partner or your friend or whoever it is, anyone yeah. on the street that you're talking Star Wars with, whatever it is that they enjoy about it and whoever the characters are, that's a way to get to know them really well. And it's a lot of yeah. fun to explore that. Mm-hmm. So your wife loves a psychotic yeah. murder bot. <laughs> <laughs> your life yeah. partner has chosen did it IG-88. make sense? Were you like, uh, I, okay. It does. <laughs> no. I can't. I, he's great. He's a fantastic character. I, the question, do you think we're going to, is it, they said it's not IG-88 in The Mandalorian, but is it going to be something similar? Are you excited about that, I'm, Meg? Do you know what I'm, I'm talking about, right? I'm just happy that there's an the IG stuff? Like, I'm, She's yeah. a better person yeah. than yeah. I am. Yeah. It looks sick. It looks it sick. Perfect. So, John, I wanted to, John Wayne, I wanted to ask you, um, if you if you had been able to sort of like have you tried did you try to get her to read books previously yeah i mean i had well i still have i have about like 32 books and that was Mm -hmm. still prior to a lot of the books that are starting to come out now so of course it's expanding now Mm -hmm. but um i mean i tried i tried x-wing first i tried what kind of helped me get into star wars books um i tried Mm -hmm. comics yeah Mm -hmm. Most of the comics I owned at that point were like Clone Wars and Boba Fett stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it kind of goes to what Charles was saying. And I was trying to get her to love what I loved, basically, yeah, instead right. of just opening the door to say, hey, find your thing. But yeah, I, I, had, I had worked yeah. on it um, for quite a while. And, and it wasn't that you disliked anything. No. It was just that nothing was catching that passion. Yeah. 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 And I love the way you I love the way you say that because one of the best things as we all know about Star Wars is that it you say opening the door right like the room of Star Wars has almost anything you could think of as far as genre and characters so anyone can find their own thing which is super fun and and you said something Megan earlier about uh, you know a GH eighty eight being the Death Star <laughs> and that whole story and everything not being canon anymore because of legends. And actually, I want to touch on that divide here in a sec. Uh, But before we do that, I want to take a quick break. 
Uh, we're going to have another Utini member introduction, and then we're going to come back on a little question about canon and Ooh. legends. We'll be right back. Hi, my name is Heather. I manage social media for Utini, and I want to tell you about how I got hooked into this amazing, incredible greatness that is the Star Wars Expanded Universe. A little over 10 years ago, my knowledge was restricted to just the six films at the time. Then the Clone Wars television show came out, and I thought I'd give it a try, and I realized that it felt so great consuming Star Wars media that was more than just the films. The Clone Wars episodes weren't coming out fast enough, so... I thought that I would give the Star Wars novels a try. I always knew they existed, but I wasn't a big book reader at the time. I walked down to my local mall and I went into Borders. Sure enough, there was this whole section just filled with Star Wars books. I was a big Sith fan at the time. Actually, I still am. So when I was looking through the list of books... The one that really stood out to me was Darth Bane, Path of Destruction. I looked in the cover and the neat timeline in there showed me that Path of Destruction was the first in a Darth Bane trilogy. And I thought, you know, this guy has his own trilogy and I've never even heard of him before. And he's a Darth. He's a Darth Bane. That's such a cool name. How have I not heard of this guy? I decided to take the book home. I realized that this amazing story takes place thousands of years before the events of the film even start, which, you know, I realized that there are literally years and years of Star Wars material that can be made, that has been made. And coming to that realization, and you know, the the fact that this story has all of these powers and characters that I've never even heard before, I, that's when I really realized that Star Wars is much bigger than just the movies and even the fan base. It's really its own self-sustaining universe where literally anything is possible, where anything can happen, even today where novels are still being made. And we just have the honor of being the spectators and enjoying what this universe has to offer. So I really hope you give Darth Bane a try if you haven't already. It's it's definitely worth it. It's just purely amazing. It doesn't matter that it's not canon. Legends novels are just, you know, it's where it all started and it's really influenced how canon is as well. You know, if you have read Darth Bane or you're just getting into it, feel free to talk to me about your experience. I'm on social media. My Twitter handle is H-E-Y-T-H-U-R-G. My Instagram handle is H-E-Y-T-H-U-R-1027. Sorry, that's complicated. A lot of the handles I wanted were taken. If it's easier for you, you can go to utini.com. Up on the top, we have links for our Facebook group and our Discord servers. I'm active on there as well. If you go to the fancy new About Us section, you can actually find the handles for everyone on our team. I really look forward to talking with you. And thank you for tuning in to the Living Force podcast. Enjoy the show. All right. And we are back. What a great clip that was, wasn't it? 
It was. Isn't that great, everybody? We, we never get to listen to it, Eric. So what are you talking about? <laughs> Eric is faith. unable to let bits go. He can't <laughs> do it. It's episode eight, five. What is it? It's episode five now. By the time we get to episode whatever it is before we stop doing this, you'll understand I can't let the bit go. <laughs> um, but on, the, on, on a serious note, uh, before we before we left, we were talking about um, IG-88, his greatness, and the difference between canon and legends. And I wanted to talk to you, John Wayne, and Megan about this because earlier today, as of this recording, our Discord channel was blowing up. Uh, one of our one of our members at Brent Sweeting and some other awesome people were talking about Master and Apprentice specifically, and then it diverged into the difference between the, the Disney canon, quote unquote, and the Legends books. And when Corey started Utini, that was a huge part of it as well, because there is a large part of the fandom that either A only reads new canon, B only reads Legends and hates new canon, or C tries to read both but still gets the timelines a bit switched up right right yeah like i can read most wanted and hear about han and kira and i can love that but i also read the crispin trilogy so i'm trying to forget that he was on the, the abyssal strike and stuff like that right which is we were talking about this earlier this is super hard for me to relate to and this is kind of a difficult point for me as as kind of the, a leader of of Utini and trying to figure out what our direction is and that sort of thing because I can't re-experience what it's like to go through legends and canons for the first time and um I can totally understand how it would be super challenging to see the vast EU and pick canon versus legends and try to keep them straight in your head because I was reading legends so far before canon that like it's just a completely separate timeline and it's easy. So like, I think a lot of the people in Marvel feel the same way. Like, Oh yeah, it's amazing. Spider-Man like, come on. But like, I don't get that at all. Cause I'm not that familiar with Marvel comics. So, yeah. So I guess I want to ask both you, uh, John Wayne and Megan, do you, uh, do either one of you have a predilection of legends versus canon? Do either one of you find that John is a, is a longer fan. It's easier to distinguish or Megan as a newer fan. Does it give any trouble at all? Or do you find it super easy to kind of, flow between ladies first okay it's so confusing i i'm not even gonna lie i can't totally don't (laughs) it's so hard to know what to read like that's why Mm -hmm. websites like utini exist because like i have Mm -hmm. no clue like we were looking at our local secondhand bookstore this week and i just where we where we saw a copy of Jedi, I Jedi in the wild. So yes. there you go. Mm. I've thought about reading. <laughs> so I immediately shipped it to Corey. Good. We don't and, and we don't she... talk about I Jedi on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and, but but and, as a joke, but also as an interesting point was, we thought about it for two seconds, and then we're like, oh no, Corey hates that book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear the full story about that, go listen to Nerf Herder, the show, because uh, I talk about why I hate that book so much. It's the only book I will <laughs> vocally talk about despising. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a joke, and it's still lighthearted. It's not like a serious impact no, on her no, reading right, schedule. Right, right. But it, it, yeah. there is a power in how we have these conversations about one side or the other or particular things in the Star Wars yeah. realm because of the weight that carries with people that are listening and whatnot. Because yeah. the way mm-hmm. we say – like, I've learned I have to be very careful when I talk about the Yuuzhan Vong. Um, yes. mm-hmm. We talked with Corey about that. I'm not a big fan of that stuff that monolith of 12 books that deal with the Yuuzhan Vong oh, and the New like Jedi Order. Oh, it's like 19, bro. It, it's like so yeah. many books. <laughs> I, I, I can't deal with it. I, 
I thought it was a little bit too much like hard sci-fi Star Trek Star Wars stuff for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. It was not. Hashtag. That's a big critical opinion. That's a big critical sort of opinion of, of that entire series. And actually, I go back and forth with Rick on our team a lot about that specific series. Mm-hmm. I've I've had several long conversations about like because we originally talked about creating like some kind of ideal reading order list, and we've now essentially decided that like there's no such thing as an ideal reading order. But the the big question was like where do you put something like that series? Because I'm like. I argue that it doesn't matter at all because I'm like you that it's kind of sci- it's more sci-fi, it's more Star Trek, and Rick is like, no, 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 it introduces all these really important characters and all this crazy stuff happens, especially in Vector Prime because you have Chewie's yeah. you know, spoiler spoiler alert, but you know it's been like 20 years, so we don't have to do that every <laughs> single time. Chewie <laughs> dies in yeah. in Vector Prime, right? So like, yeah, it's, the, the it's, it's, it's it is Thanos. yes, yeah, <laughs> I mean, with it's, the moon. It's, a, it's it's important, but. I, I will say that I always used to joke like Chewie was such a great character they needed a moon to take him yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. If he had to go, great. it was you know, a good way, a good oh, way yeah. to go. But yeah. uh, but but I think it's interesting that, you know, all, all these different things kind of lead back to what we were saying before the break with the with the different ways to get into Star Wars is that I think a lot of a lot of fans when they start reading the books as I, I'm, I'm even relatively new to the books myself. I've definitely strayed more towards new canon because I've only gotten in the last few years. I think it's, it's acknowledging that there's that room of different things and no one has to read every single book necessarily. And you kind of just get to go until you find again, your IG 88 or for me, like my lost stars or, you know, whatever is your entry point. And then kind of going from there, because if you go into a secondhand bookstore like you guys do, which is awesome, support your local bookstores. And if not, use the affiliate links on utini.com. <laughs> it's not – a lot of them aren't going to have the Legends banner yeah. because they're, they're, really they're, used, the old they're used books. Yeah. So a new fan is going to see you know, a Dark Disciple and uh, a Kenobi and be like – those, are, those aren't related. I guess it's a bad example. But still, like <laughs> you're not going to know necessarily that one quote-unquote counts and one doesn't. Yeah, big so, big stuff with like major characters now that like Thrawn, for example, who's from right. Legends originally, but now has been brought to life in animated series. And once you bring a character to life in an animated series, that like really almost brings a character mainstream. I mean, mm-hmm. I would argue now that oh, Thrawn, yeah, Thrawn is, is almost as well known as as like Cassian and Andor or oh yeah, you know, Jim there are Urso, kids that right? there are kids that know Thrawn that don't know who Tarkin is. Exa- yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So like, I would argue that 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 becomes you know a, a bigger thing then, especially. An interesting question, actually, though, is Megan. Kind of, what are your thoughts on going forward as far as what you are going to read, like, or what you want to read? Like, do you have a motivation to read? canon because it quote-unquote matters like are you interested in legends i mean it's interesting to me that you picked up a legends book like to start with did you do that intentionally did you know it was a legends book absolutely not i just knew that it was a book with words in it (laughs) yeah okay totally so what are your what are your thoughts then on 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 canon versus legends because you said it's very confusing to you how do you intend to sort of attack that if you are going to look at it that way at all i've been told that I need to read Lost Stars. Well, that's canon. By many. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's the good first step. Best. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you tell me that there's a couple mall books that aren't legend that are legends? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Am I not allowed to read that yet? No, you like they're legends, so okay. they're safe yeah. in terms of canon impact. 
Yeah. Because it is interesting if you, like, because you guys are watching Clone Wars, you said, like, mm-hmm. obviously, Megan, you don't want to accidentally stumble on an incontinuity book that'll spoil a Clone Wars episode as yeah. you're reading, but, which is, I again, not an intentional plug as I was thinking about it, but that's why I love our timeline of, like, you can go to a, a timeline of canon stuff and be like, all right, let me make sure right. this book takes place before what I've already known and, and kind of things like that. But it does take legwork, and that's I think that's unique Definitely. to this fandom. Kind of off of our conversation with Corey, what I think is the best advice in anyone feeling like that, I, I think we got to escape this desire that we have to, as a fan of Star Wars, consume everything. Yes. I, okay. I think that's mostly impossible at this point. Yep. And I think yeah. if you just find, like, you know, go to going back, to, if you find your IG88s and your gateways into loving the Star Wars you love, that should be enough. You know, if if someone recommends Shadows uh, or um, Air of the Empire and you read it and you love it, cool. But if you're not interested in it, you should be safe to say I'm not interested in that. I'd rather stick yeah. with my Jedi Outcast. Like, right. Uh, yeah, and that I totally, totally agree. I can't believe yes. this is not this is not honestly come up on our on our show at all yet because that's like a huge thing. What we believe at Utini is is like I I I am so strongly opinionated about gatekeeping in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like there is the only the only time that the term true fan applies to to this this conversation at all is when we're talking about being a good person when we're talking about like choosing to like something and not just crapping on everything like that's that's the only thing that i I personally feel means like someone is a true fan like you're not not a fan if you don't read the books or not a fan if you don't read the comics or not a fan if you don't listen to 50 different star wars podcasts like i fully believe that star wars is something you should escape to and and have as as like something you enjoy with friends and family and and get a lot out of personally but like there's no limit to how you should or shouldn't consume it and that's i'm so torn about that with you teeny because like Part of me feels like telling people where to get into Star Wars is almost hurting them to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like they like if they don't like those, then they're wrong. Right. You know? Right. Because Which is... because there are there are gonna there are plenty of people out there. I'm sure that are like well, well like Megan, you were saying earlier, and to Corey, you like Rogue One is Corey. I know your favorite Star Wars movie, and right. there are plenty of fans that would be like. I mean, it's good, but your favorite one is Empire, right? Like, that's the correct <laughs> because answer. Because it's the best. Like, no, there's, no, there's not no. a correct answer. And, and there are at least, there are, there's a whole generation of fans that honestly probably like Ezra Bridger yeah. better than Luke Skywalker. Yeah, and, it's like, yeah. and that's totally legit. It is. Th- and that's, that's, why, that's why I think that the way that we've done it with collections is honestly the best way that, that we can help people do it in because we did have that debate Corey, about okay let's do an ideal reading order where we literally say read this then this then this on and on and on and on and what we ended up doing instead was coming up with these collections that are based around something and if you know you like that thing then you know that you might want to check out these books whether it's vader whether it's ig88 whether it's ezra bridger we we're working on getting more and more collections up and you can find right. that thing you love and then you can find the books that you love. Yeah. Right. So which reminds us we need an IG88 collection. Uh, there you, go. Do. you need a murder bot. Um, <laughs> well, and that's my way in with a lot of like we have a friend who has seen the movies, barely retains a lot of that, but he's yeah. interested in it, especially since we started the podcast and we started talking to him more about Star Wars. You know, whenever the question is, like, what should I read, what should I watch, it's always got to be a response of, well, what do you like? 
Like, are you into war movies? Are you into in-the-trenches kind of action? Are you into dogfights? Are you into political intrigue? Because the, the beauty of Star Wars, the EU and the, you know, the canon as a whole, it has all of that. And so if if you're only into the the um, X-Wing, Rogue Squadron books, cool, you know? I mean, that's your Star Wars thing, you know? But mm-hmm. if you happen to intersect and say, oh, because uh, Wedge was in Rogue Squadron and he also happens to be in the canon Aftermath series as a mentor to Snap Wexley, make mm-hmm. that connection, love that, enjoy that for yourself. Yeah. Right. And you're not wrong for having any opinion. You're not wrong for deciding that you like the yeah. Yusan Vong. You're not wrong for exactly. liking the prequels. You're not wrong for not thinking Empire yeah. is the best movie. There is no right way to consume Star yeah. Wars. The only time you're wrong is if your toxicity about hating a thing makes other people's fandom invalid or other people's work invalid. Exactly. Because right. that's, 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 so, the way, that's the way we'll win. By saving what we love, not destroying what we hate. Dude, oh, like, that literally. Was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful reference. <laughs> All right. And I mean, so the official, I can say, the combined living force and nerd herder mandate is just love what you love, find your IG88. Exactly. exactly. Find <laughs> your IG88. Let's print that on shirts. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like it. Uh, now, uh, as we're getting to the end of this podcast, I wanted to uh, throw a little fun game. At, at you all mm-hmm. um, on your on your guys' Twitter actually earlier this week um, I saw <laughs> I saw that you said um, she said her she said yes would kill for Suji I would absolutely kill for Suji I as you are correct to do <laughs> she's amazing I conversely would kill for Jasamari. Ooh, Can we clarify nice. to the, the lesser-known folks who these people are? Yes, Sugi is a Zabrak bounty hunter yes. from the Clone Wars series. Jas Amari is a Zabrak bounty hunter who is her niece from the Aftermath trilogy. Yes. Oh, um, I did not remember her niece. I did not oh, make that. Yeah. I, I love that trilogy, and Jas and Sinjur are two of the reasons. Well, and that was what was so great when she fell in love with Suki with uh, Bounty Hunters, which is one of my favorite Clone Wars episodes. Yes. I was like, oh, great, so I could talk to you about Joss because I love the Aftermath books. And, and that was a great moment of intersecting uh, mm-hmm. two interests we have. So. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I wanted to real quick do a lightning round. Ooh. And I want to ask everyone, you get one character that you would kill for in Star Wars. It can be a main person. It can be an EU person, whoever it is. This is like there's a person has them at gunpoint, and without hesitation – you're saving their life. Charles, I'm going to start with you. Gut feeling. You got one character. I'm going gonna pretty well known, but Lord Santeca. Ooh! It, I okay, love him, and he needed to be saved. And I wish I had he been does. there. <laughs> love it. Corey? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Uh, gut, gut feeling. Uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> All right. All You're right. going into the Sarlacc uh, for that. Love me some Boba Fett. Famously on the cover of Tales from the Bounty Hunter. Yes. Really good book. Yes. <laughs> uh, we should have talked about Megan, that. Megan, are you, you going to, are you sticking with Sugi or do you have someone else that is going to uh, pull your heart on this? I feel like it's very on brand for me to say Darth Maul. Mm. Yeah. That mean, that mean man Obi-Wan. Oh. Keep him away from that. <laughs> terrible, uh, terrible and John, who's, uh, who's going to get, a, who's going to be saved from a blaster bullet by you? Uh, 
I'm going to say baby Boba Fett, like young yes. Daniel Logan Boba. Oh. Since All right, no, kill him. I, I would oh. just let him die, man. Let him die. <laughs> no. I love Daniel. <laughs> I, I, oh I, I love What about you, Eric? What is yours? Mine, uh, I mean, I was going to say Jasamari, but I'll also uh, do similar to you, John Wayne, and say young Temin Wexley. Yes. Uh, oh. Uh, protect him at all costs. He is uh, angry innocent teenager he he's so real and we did in our mothers of the galaxy episode um i had to mention nora and his relationship mm-hmm. and it was so hard not to turn that into the tim and appreciation episode because I, I he's phenomenal read the aftermath trilogy yes so excellent love all right and last thing i want to ask uh the both of you before we get out of here uh first of all thank you so much for collaborating with us for the first time yes. uh it's been a blast and one thing we want to start asking everyone that we talk to is Star Wars is a lot about legacy, as we're finding out um, by literally the titles of some books. But also, as the Skywalker saga is coming to an end, we think about the legacy of these characters, the legacy of these stories. And each of us in our respective podcasts, websites, whatever, are trying to add our little mark on Star Wars for the, for the better, we hope. If you had to pick a legacy for the two of you for Nerd Herder, Going forward, what what would that be? What are people going to remember Nerd Herder putting into the fandom? I'd hope positivity and just acceptance. You know, come as you are, age-old thing, you know. We try to not only be a herd, but a family. That's why I'm called Herd Mom, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Great name. Beautiful. Yep. Um, If I can add to that and be sentimental, it would Mm -hmm. be... To recognize Star Wars as more than just these stories and films and, you know, to write it off as it's fake and in space because it's so much more than that. Yeah. And if I can help people understand the level of impact that it has on us as fans, uh, that's what I would hope would be my part of the legacy in, in Nerd Herder because, you know, we started Nerd Herder because... Um, I was I was in a big deep of uh, pit of depression. My mom died last April, and it was hard. And for a long time, I didn't have something to be happy about. Of course, I had a lot of good things still going on our our marriage and and whatnot. But that that was a big part of the reason I fell in love with Star Wars and am the person I am. And so I kind of lost identity for a while, and so. Going back to our original question that started this, you know, that was a big reason to start the podcast because I needed something I love as much as I loved my mom. And Star Wars is that. I was kind of ashamed to admit that for a while because it's movies, it's characters, it's books, it's all fake. But at the end of the day, the impact it's had on me being who I am and the fact that I see that in so many other amazing people like you guys and other podcast hosts and fan creators, that Star Wars has made them who they are. I can never go back to believing it's just movies and it's just fake. And so if I can get people to understand how special Star Wars is by celebrating it the way we do on Nerd Herder, that's that's what I want to do. I can die happy. Beautiful. Well, that was amazing. All, <laughs> all, all, well, hey, all I can say is that regardless of what happens going forward, you got us and yeah. all of us in this community so yeah that's absolutely how we all feel we all want star wars to be like something that we all walk away from like you guys so 
Thanks and for having. I, thanks for coming on the show. We've yeah, had a blast. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. so glad I met you guys. A celebration. Oh yeah, my gosh! That is. Yes. Um, it's the perfect way to go out. And and really quick before we do our official ending of everything, I want you guys uh, tell everyone listening uh, where they can find you on all the social medias, on all the podcast networks. Um, how are they going to get more? John Wayne and Megan in their lives. Yeah, so we're on Twitter and Facebook. If you go on Facebook and just search uh, the Nerd Herder Podcast, you'll find us on Twitter. Uh, we're Nerd Herder Cast at NRD Herder Cast. You can also follow our new podcast network Twitter page, Nerdiverse Network, N E R D I V E R S E. We started that because we're expanding as a podcast, and so we'd love if more people followed us there. We also have a YouTube channel, and yeah, so mainly we're active on Twitter. So Fantastic, and we'll be sure to put all that in the show notes as well uh, so people can find you. Luminous beings, though we, not this crude matter. And on that really lovely note, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Living Force. Thank you again so much to our friends, John and Megan from Nerd Herder. Now to all our audience members, as always, don't forget to subscribe to this show, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and tune in every week to hear us at Utini talk about the Star Wars Expanded Universe. Please uh, go ahead and leave us a review. Five stars and comments. It really helps people find the show. And head over to utini.com for your reviews, your articles, and comprehensive book profiles on every single story in this amazing Star Wars galaxy that is more than just movies and books. If you want your personal thoughts on the show, email us at livingforcepod at utini.com. Tweet at us at livingforcepod. Or join our Utini Discord community where we had that awesome conversation this week about canon and legends. Add your two cents. Go to utini.com slash discord. Personally, you can find uh, the three of us regular hosts at on Twitter at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD because he's a doctor. And Charles is at C. Hankel because he's a doctor who's not pretentious. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and finally, a special thank you to Matt Davenport and Freddie, our amazing editors, and Wes, our community manager. Corey, Charles, John Wayne, Megan, thank you all for being here. Thanks to all of you for listening. And of course, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy, there is passion. There is no gatekeeping, there is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the force be with you. <laughs>